Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I am your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. Tonight, we have the return of Westworld. Miss Marvel, Obi-Wan Kenobi finale, and Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Soon as Karen gets here, we will get started on Obi-Wan Kenobi, as Karen is running slightly late tonight. Or, Karen, is Jamie's running slightly late. Karen, yeah, I don't know what I just said. Oh, good. I'll have to figure out what else to say, because there is my co-host, Karen. Hi. How are you? Happy Tuesday. Good. Happy Tuesday. Um, so you got, you saw Jamie's text? Uh, I, yeah, she is running a bit late and we'll jump into Obi-Wan Kenobi first. Is that what I, is that the last text that yes. she sent, right? Okay, yep. fine with me. Um. Okay. So you go first because I don't think you liked it as much as I did. Well, <laughs> um, here's the thing. In the immediate, like, I texted you while I was watching the show. And and what I texted you was Obi-Wan Kenobi is a show that didn't need to exist. And I stand by that. Having watched it all, this show did not need to exist or really tell us anything new, right? Um, I, I thought the finale had some really good moments. And I got to tell you, after you were like, you know, you texted back, you're like, oh, I can't wait till Tuesday to talk about this. Um, I, I, Obi-Wan Kenobi seemed a lot better to me after I changed the channel and watched this week's episode of Star Trek. And then I was like, after I saw that <laughs> Star Trek, I was like, oh, my God, Obi-Wan Kenobi is genius. It's a masterpiece. It's flawless. Because <laughs> what I really hated this week was Star Trek. Um, I think, I mean, I think this finale had some, had some. it was actually one of the better episodes, right? Because the middle of the show is, is really far worse, right? Um this maybe should have, this either should have been just a movie for two and a half hours, or they should have let it have eight episodes, I think. And, and you know, they had multiple rewrites on this with multiple script writers, which really shows, I think, when you consider it as a whole, right? With that said, I mean, I, I love seeing, I, I, loved, I loved every part that Darth Vader was in of this episode. Yeah. I, I, they did a really good job, and I feel like I—I I feel like they actually managed to add something to Darth Vader, and I learned a little bit more about Darth Vader, or I like—they actually like got into some dark stuff with Darth Vader in a way that like the other characters were much more superficial in a lot of ways. How did you like it? I liked it a lot. I mean, I had a couple issues. I, I appreciated um, some of the stuff they tried to do to fix I mean the biggest problem with Star Wars is episode one you know episode four A New Hope um did a lot of stuff that when they did the prequels people went wait that doesn't make sense now so it's like they kind of use this they they kind of in a tongue-in-cheek way fixed some of the stuff I think um most of the time with Star Wars you just have to take it for what it is and just you know um however I will say this yeah. I blame Obi-Wan for everything that comes after. Not once, but twice, you have left Darth Vader when you could have killed him. Now, to be yeah. fair, yeah. in Revenge of the Sith, 
I don't think he ever expected him not to be alive. I mean, he thought he was dead. However, in this, he just walks away, <laughs> which I know Darth Vader has plot armor, but you could have killed the guy, and that would have been that. <laughs> but I, but to be fair, you know, even though he has, he's realized that An- An- Anakin Skywalker that he knew is dead and gone, still, I don't think, can bring himself to kill, even though, he, you know, Anakin, you know, even Anakin says, or Vader says the line, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker, I did, you know. That was awesome. So that kind of absolves Obi-Wan a little, but at the same time, it's still technically Anakin, so I don't think he can bring himself to kill him. Um, but he should have, because, you know, things would be a lot different. <laughs> well, I mean... Now, a friend of mine made, you... made the... Ar- hold, hold on one second. A friend of mine made the argument, had he killed Darth Vader, then, yes, things play out very differently, but in the end, Vader stops the Emperor so technically leaving him alive was actually a good thing because it could have been worse. But my argument is I don't see how any – nobody is as powerful as Vader, so I think overthrowing the Emperor would have been easier down the road. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so I agree with you uh, that that was kind of maddening that he doesn't kill – I mean, yes, we I, he can't kill Darth Vader. Darth Vader has – multiple more movies to be in and we've got the whole story going forward but within the within just the structure of the show it doesn't make any sense that he like at this moment when you know when it like like there is none of anakin left uh and he could you know he's a i mean how many children has has order 60 right since order 66 like darth vader's murdered tons of children he's trying to take over the universe he's evil um, and uh, he should have killed him, and they should have done probably is write into the script a better reason why he doesn't kill him. Like, um, yeah, Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen has said in an interview that the original plan was that Obi Wan's mentor, Qua, what's his name, Qui Don, Qui Gon, Qui Gon, Qui Gon. Originally he. Originally, there was some maybe going to be a scene where he says to where he says to Obi Wan, "There's still good in him," and and maybe that would explain why Obi Wan would walk away and mm. leave him alive. Uh, like like they didn't give us any reason to believe that Obi Wan thinks Anakin is still in there. And of course, ten years later in A New Hope, he never expresses any idea like that that Anakin is in there and can be saved. It's always Luke who's like, "There's good in him." Right. But it doesn't really happen until he finds yeah. out he's his father, right? Like, they needed yeah. to give us a better reason why he doesn't kill him. Or just have Darth Vader get away. Like, just have Darth Vader get away. Yeah, that, don't, like, exactly. create this. Exactly. You can have Obi-Wan win the fight and still make it in a way. Like, Obi-Wan could have won the fight, and Vader's pretty much down for the count. But he could have, you know, one last-ditch effort. He could have force-blasted Obi-Wan back, you know, yeah. and got up and and scurried away, and that would have been that. Obi-Wan, you know, and Obi-Wan not chasing him would have been fine. But just to have Vader down on the ground like that and just walk away and call him, and call him Darth, (laughs) which was great. (laughs) And yet made all the Star Wars geeks so angry online, right? Like, people are so mad. Like, it repeats the error from A New Hope. (laughs) No, that's, people are dumb. It, it fixes the error. It's 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 not an error so much in the New Hope, 
it people see it as an error because of because it's, it's a title, you know, it's like yeah, it's an imperial officer. It's an imperial officer calling him Lord Vader, so they'll you know yeah. they refer to him that yeah. way. You know, Darth, Darth is, is like the fifth title, yes. like right. It's like Darth, yes, you know, yes, you know, all, yes, Colonel. Yeah, I mean. Right? They're all, yeah, exactly. They're all Darth, Darth Maul, Darth Sidious, Darth Plagueis, Darth Vader. You know, it's a title. So I take it, uh, Obi-Wan calling him Darth is one, a little tongue-in-cheek, correct, you know, to make, so it's kind of like a slap in the face almost. And Mm -hmm. it kind of gives a new hope some weight to why he called him Darth because it's a, it's a diss. More okay. than anything, because you know that's how I, yeah, that's how myself and a lot of people that I know have taken it as, uh, as more. It's so more it's of like a dip, saying, like you know, like okay, see a Darth, yeah, exactly, boss, exactly, like <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, all right. Yeah. I mean, interpreted that way, it, it yeah. Um, I, I mean, so I, I think yeah, if we were going to rewrite this, like just have Darth Vader like be be subdued but still get away somehow, right? Because yeah. I mean, a, a real highlight of this ep- this season, this show, and this episode in particular, for me, is seeing Darth Vader at the height of his powers and his evilness, mm-hmm. right? Like, like he's yeah, so super absolutely. powerful, um, uh, which was fantastic. I love that. I mean, I, and I thought Hayden Christensen was great in the moments that we get to see him. Um, uh, you know, I thought he was really good. And, I, I, I mean, I loved him saying, like, like when he says, "I Anakin isn't here. I am all that remains," or something like that. And later he says to let when he says to Obi Wan, "You didn't, you didn't lose." What did he say? You didn't. I am. He says something like, "I am not your failure. Uh, you didn't yeah. kill you, Anakin. I did, or something like that." Yeah. You didn't, yep, yeah. I mean, exactly. I, that, that, I love that because it was so like. I mean, you know, we we I. I have complained a little bit about all the emo characters in Star Wars, right? And Obi-Wan's <laughs> been kind of emo all season, like, well, well, my guy, I'm a failure. He's like, he's just like sad Luke in, in Boba Fett, right? And in, <laughs> in everything, right? Like, he's like, yeah. well, my pupil. Actually, today I was watching Little House on the Prairie, and the teacher, like, one pupil fails, and she, like, quits teaching, right? And I'm like, oh, my God, how many shows do I have to watch with emo <laughs> teachers? But... <laughs> But, um, uh, like, so I love that, you know, Anakin's like, I'm not your failure. I, you didn't kill him. I did or whatever. You didn't, you know, like, he's, he, like, he's, like, even taking Obi-Wan's emo away from him, kind of, right? Like, like, yeah. stop feeling sorry for yourself. Like, you're such a failure. You didn't even fail. I won. Kind of thing, right? Like, I, he was so mean. I, I, I thought, yeah, I, for me, that was a highlight. Of the whole thing, um, I have some. Yeah. You know, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, um, you know, it's funny when the first part of the fight was happening and Vader buries him under the rocks, and that I was like, awesome. okay, that's why he, you know, and I was like, okay, you know what? That's why he thinks Obi Wan's dead. And Artie's like, really though? That's it? That's the fight? And I was like, yeah, it wasn't bad. I was like, it was better than some other fights we've seen. And then you know we yeah. see, you know, we see Obi Wan you know, kind of like get back in touch with the force thinking about Luke and Leia and, you know, that kind of, you know, you see him force blast the rocks and then it's like, he got his mojo back, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and ended up, and it, you know, I, you know what, I'll, I'll take him walking away from Vader stupidly 
for the fight scene that we got because that was pretty badass. And something you probably yeah. don't know, but when he when he breaks Vader's mask yeah. in Rebels, um, Ahsoka has a fight with Vader, and she doesn't. And when oh. Ahsoka fights Vader, she doesn't know that it's Anakin, and she breaks Vader's mask on the right side, whereas Obi-Wan breaks it on the left side. So it was very, oh. very reminiscent of, of the fight with Ahsoka and Vader in the timeline actually takes place afterwards. And it's kind of cool because in, in Rebels, when Ahsoka fights him, um, it's not until she breaks his mask that she realizes that Anakin is Darth Vader. She's like, mm-hmm. Master? Like, you know, it's a pretty cool scene. So, but I, 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 you know, sometimes it's kind of silly when they do stuff like that you know, I mean, we've been talking about all the similarities between Obi-Wan show and, you know, A New Hope and all the, you know, way they've done things, kind of like rehash stuff. But at yeah. certain times that when they do that, if it's done right, it works really cool. And for me, that was a really yeah. cool moment. Well, and, you know, in, in Obi-Wan's defense, uh, he's not the only person in the show who doesn't kill his enemies. Like this show, I complained last week about these sort of very James Bond, Batman kind of moments where you fail to smite your foe only for it to come back and bite you in the ass later, right? Like, um, yeah. uh, I mean, Darth Vader failed to kill Obi-Wan earlier when he really, like, how did he not manage to, like, burn Obi-Wan to death with that fire? That made no sense. Or why do both Darth Vader and the Grand Inquisitor let Reva live? Like, why would you do that, right? Yeah. Um, uh, and instead they give her what, like, they're like, oh, we're going to leave you in the gut. Like, they keep ragging on her for being poor. Like, it's some kind of a sick burn, right? Like, now apparently the whole, they're also, like, wealthy elitists in the Empire also, apparently. Um, well, yeah. Uh, but they leave, they let her live. Like, multiple times we've seen them let people live. So, it, it, it's... I mean, it, Obi-Wan did it because that's what the writers do with the show. <laughs> Let everybody live, I guess. But, well, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, speaking of Reva, I was disappointed in the way her story too. ended. I mean, me too. You know, it, it was funny, actually. You know, you see her go after Luke, you know, and I, it, you see, you know what's coming because nobody's going to rescue Luke at the last second. There's nobody to rescue him. So yeah. you, you can see it coming. I mean, they telegraphed it that she was, you know, I said, I said already right before it happened, I was like, she's going to see herself or one of her friends and she's not going to be able to do it because she's really going to realize, oh my God, I'm becoming like Vader. And it's exactly what happened. And, and he's like, and at first the Artie's like, Artie goes, oh, well, Obi-Wan's going to save him. I said, Obi-Wan is on another planet. And he's like, hyper jump. And I'm like, okay, he's on another planet. I don't care how quick he can hyper jump. He can't be there in the next five minutes. And then six minutes later, he's there. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like, it's like he's, in, he's suddenly like in the Millennium Falcon and he gets there in like a minute. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I mean, I, I didn't like, there were other reasons why I didn't like the, Reva's story. I didn't like that she even made that move. I didn't like that she even like, how does she ascertain like, the whole Luke story when Darth Vader with his superior powers like doesn't figure that out for like a long like for another ten years, no one like finds it out, right? But Reva by finding well, she, this little thing that I mean, she finds the thing and he's like, What about the boy Tatooine? The idea that Reva so she can't kill Darth Vader, so instead she's gonna go kill this random kid who 
is somehow related to Leia, but she doesn't even really know. Like, she puts way too much together, and, like, yeah. why is she going to kill him? Like, like she doesn't, unless she knows that it's, that it's Darth Vader's son, which Darth Vader doesn't even know, nobody knows, except, like, why would she even try to kill Luke based on that small piece of information? Well, here's the thing. Or, or like, she also, knows. Also, she's uh, let me one more thing. Her whole thing has yeah. been about revenge for killing the younglings, and so she's going to go kill a youngling. And, well, that's why she couldn't do it, and, and, and I agree. Um, I mean, the one thing Reva has that a lot of people don't know is most people don't know who Darth Vader is. Even you know everybody in the Imperial Army and everything, most people do not know. Reva knows and she because saw his she face saw him. On- because she saw him, she she knew him from the Jedi Temple. She saw him slaughter all the Inklings. You know, that's what the only yeah. reason she knows who he is. So she knows his name is Anakin Skywalker. You know, she goes to Tatooine. Yes. There's a, a yeah a, a family of Skywalkers. You know, kind of easy to decipher that one. But she doesn't she doesn't really know that because because Jimmy Smith never says anything about that. He just says, all he says is the boy, and he says Tatooine, right? I mean, right. I guess, well, that's what, but that's what I'm saying. But, you go to Tatooine, and you, and you look at the, the, the planet registry, and you you see Owen and Brew wow. Skywalker. <laughs> I was, again, well, it's weak. Is, I know. I, I'm Anakin not, is from Tatooine, I, right? It was, it was really, yeah. I mean, looking back on the entire Star Wars canon, it is the dumbest place to hide Luke in the first place. Like, if you wanted yes, Owen and Blue well, to raise him, yes why not take no. all three of them to some other place? Yes and no. And I'll, and I'll tell you why. And it's, it's a very simple thing, and it's all because of Anakin and who he is. Uh, all right, so first of all, he doesn't know that the kids were even born. And he doesn't even know they were right. twins in the first place. He just thinks she was pregnant. Right. He, do, he, thinks that, he thinks that she died, you know, and that right. the kids he died a long time. So he doesn't know yeah. that. I mean, even the emperor doesn't know that she gave birth, you know? Yeah. So there's that. Darth Vader will never go back to Tatooine. He has said it on many occasions. He hates the sand. It gets everywhere. He, it gets I mean, he, his, <laughs> his worst memories are of that planet. He will never, ever, and in the expanded universe, in the canon universe, he has never gone back to Tatooine. <laughs> so that okay. is like a perfect place to hide everybody because he will never go there again. <laughs> all right. Okay. So <laughs> all right, it's still a, all right. So it's like, the I, but I agree with what you're saying. Yes, I know. I That's always but, been one of those kind of, but things. I think yeah. Reba figured too much out and, and like, Early on, she reads everybody's mind so easily, but she doesn't get this piece of information. I got text. Jamie might be in the queue. Um, but I, yeah, I don't she, know. Her plan, like, oh, I couldn't kill Darth Vader in my, like, in the most stupid, like, she attacked, like, her attack on Darth Vader was so stupid. She waits 10 years, and then she attacks Darth Vader, like, at a moment that she can't win. But whatever. She loses. He lets her live. And then she's like, I'm going to go kill this random kid that I just learned about for no apparent there's no way she could have known by your argument she couldn't have known that he was a skywalker until she got to Tatooine. why'd she even go there in the first right. place right 
because something about a kid in Tatooine. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I mean, agree. It's, it's, we it's needed very a little thin. dialogue. It's unfortunate that yeah, she had no allies. It's very thin. Didn't get her talking at all. Right. Yeah. you going to be late and then be like, let me in, let me in? No, she's, oh. no, she's, she's in the queue. She's she just got to the queue. And we only have, oh, really have one more thing to talk about. And that's, um, Leia? Oh, yeah, we got to talk about Leia, too. Since I was talking about, but yeah, Qui-Gon at the end there, um, which we all, excuse me, which everybody suspected was going to happen. Yeah. So we got to see Qui-Gon for two seconds, um, which really nothing happened there other than, hey, Obi-Wan, come on, we got a long way to go. Um, Which really nobody knows what that means. But Leia, so... Leia kind of gets sidetracked the last two episodes. You know, they kind of stick her in the in the next to last episode. They stick her in that little tiny hole for her to fix the wiring, and then and then this yeah. episode, you really only only time you really see her is at the end, um, after she's home and she puts the dress on and the halter and and then talks to uh, except when she was like, had this all condescending like wealthy white savior thing where she's like, I'm gonna these kids are scared. I'm gonna let them play with my droid. Like, like, oh yeah, <laughs> like oh yeah, you're 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 their savior. They've like you know they're like tough survivors, but they, you have a droid. She was a little. I mean, you're right. <laughs> they had nothing to do with her. Her part of the story was over, and they didn't have anything to do yeah. with her really. While while the Darth Vader thing played out, fair enough, right? Yeah. Like, um, I mean, do you agree with complainers who feel like they? sort of have messed with A New Hope? Like, you know, the message that she no. sends in A New Hope, she's like, General Kenobi, you served my father in the Clone Wars. And she never says, like, I mean, obviously she doesn't say you saved me from, from the Inquisitors 10 years ago because uh, it hadn't happened yet, right? But, uh, like, I guess maybe they should have, I wish they could have had, like, like Obi-Wan wipe her mind, which is not really a thing that we see with the Jedi, I get. Like, no. it's not like like Doctor Who can do that, right? Um, or like some agreement to like never tell anyone that we met. Like there's never a part where he's like, you can never, right. or Jimmy Smith is like, never speak of him again. Or, you know, I mean, I do kind of like, like I think the personality they gave this little child is very much the Leia we see later. later. Like Leia becomes a senator yeah. by the time she's like, I mean, she's already a senator when we, 19. She's like 19, 19 when we meet her, right? Yeah. She becomes a senator. She's 19 when we meet her. Yeah. Yeah, so she's yeah, she's a senator. Gen- senator. Yeah, she becomes a senator as a teenager. She's a yeah. badass. We, um, she basically rescues herself multiple times in A New Hope. Like, I, I like it, they, but I, uh, I just feel like I just feel like they should have given us some reason why Leia protect, like never even when he dies, she never says well, like, "Oh my God, he saved me ten years ago," right? Because of course she can't because right. it didn't happen. But they, yeah, it's um. It, it's the way they play it is it's very loose. I mean, there's going to be certain things when you do this that it's just never going to happen, you know. Like um, yeah. I actually made a joke about it because in A New Hope, Leia says, um, Luke says something about Ken- Kenobi, and Leia goes, "Ben Kenobi's here with you." Like you could, you know, you could be like, "Oh, well, that's her record," you know, you know. That, mm, all you right. could, I mean, granted, right. it's like you said. It, Again, like you said, it didn't happen yet, but if you want to play, you know what I mean? Like, if you want to try yeah. and make it fit, there's ways to do it. Um, yeah. The other thing is the, the force the force works in mysterious ways. That's, that's okay. the way to go to also. 
Um, but one thing right. about that last scene with, with uh, and again, I'm mostly joking. That last scene with Leia and Kenobi, though, the great thing about that is when he tells her as little as he can about her real parents without telling her too much, um, he says to her um, about his mother, her mother being very beautiful and kind, which are the exact uh-huh. words that Leia uses to Luke in Return of the Jedi when he asks her, "Do you remember our, mo-, you know, do you remember your mother?" And she says those exact words in that exact way. She was very beautiful and very kind, whatever that and was. And kind, yeah. 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 And, and, you know, and, and people, of course, for years, you know, since the prequel movies have been like, well, how does Leia remember anything? She was a baby the only time she ever saw her mother. She was just born. And the answer to that, again, is the Force is strong in Leia. Yeah. <laughs> so combined with what Obi-Wan, you know, Again, it, 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 you know, we're, we're helping them stretch the bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's another thing, right? Like, like Reva flies halfway around the world to go after Force-sensitive Luke, but she, she doesn't, I mean, I feel like she yeah, doesn't figure really out Leia, yeah. sense Leia, who is, who is like, yeah. not only Force-sensitive, but eventually becomes a powerful user of, like, she could have been a Jedi, right? Probably. Well, she is eventually. I mean, she's not a, well, she is eventually, yeah. Right? I mean, she's, like, well, she's, not she, it, she's not necessarily a Jedi, but she's definitely she's force powerful, sensitive by the time we get to yeah, uh, and when, episode and nine. And she's a pretty powerful so. user. Like, she becomes a force ghost. She's a pretty powerful force person in the future. Yeah. And she undergoes some so. of the Jedi training with Luke. But anyway, yeah, it was, yeah. um. It, I mean, I understand by my comment that this didn't need to happen. Of course, none of it does, right? Um, well, there's lots of shows like, that don't need to happen, but we can watch them anyway. <laughs> I, I feel like it was this show was could have been a lot better. I, I think Disney, I don't know, did they not? Did they cheap out after Mandalorian? Like they, I feel like they didn't spend enough money on the special effects throughout yeah. the entire thing until Episode Six was was you know the fight was pretty good. Um, the script was, I mean, we all know the script was clunky. And they maybe should have given times, it yeah. eight episodes. I mean, that was the problem with Moon Knight. Well, also. Disney not committing we argue, this, we argue this all the time. Yeah. Yeah. We so, all, all right. right. Anyway. Well, Jamie's been waiting very patiently. All right. Bring her on. Hello, Hello. Jamie. Jamie, happy Hello. birthday. Sorry. Thank yes, you. Yes, happy belated, Jamie. I've, I lost all my money. but <laughs> You lost all your money? <laughs> Not all my money. The money I took. We went to the casino, and I lost my oh. money. <laughs> oh. And, of course, oh, my mother you... won a lot of money. <laughs> Not okay. Me. It's my birthday. I always lose. All right. Well, you benefit <laughs> maybe from your mother winning money, right? Um, no, no. It's good that she won. I don't mean it. And it, did you lose it. it in five minutes, or did you at least get a few hours of entertainment out of that? Uh, not as much as I would have liked, but it wasn't too, too all bad. All right. All right, good. Well, it was nice to to go somewhere. Uh huh. After two years, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, glad yeah, you had a good right. time. Thank you. Yes, it was it was pretty good. All right. Well, uh, but anyway, sorry that was late. I was swimming today, and by That's the time okay. I got out and ate dinner, it was a lot Worked later than I expected. So, but, right. but yeah, we had a show to talk. So yeah. Yeah. So I just finished. I did see. Miss Marvel, I just finished it. So we got All right. You want to do that first or Westworld? Oh, I didn't watch Westworld. Was I supposed to watch Westworld? How did you know? I didn't know. Already. Messages you said either. 
I, I thought you were you watching. Earlier. Don't forget. Seriously? <laughs> Did you write me today about that? Did you I spent not? Four hours, I spent I, four hours on the Jersey Turnpike today. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. I text. I didn't get your message. Like, you, how did you not? You were having a conversation. Actually, you never commented again, actually, after that. You, right. He, you, you, you commented. You said, you said to, you know, tonight on Fandom Access, and then I said, hey, Karen, you forgot Westworld. And then I, I didn't um, realize that the rest of the conversation is just between me and Jamie. You never, you never I think commented I said again. I think I sent that right before I got, all right, so do it, I'll hang up That's and okay. you guys do it last, all right? Okay, yeah, well, let's, right now, okay. let's do Ms. Marvel yeah, yeah. while you're here. All right, I'll do that. All right let's all right. do Ms. Marvel. <laughs> what a okay. podcast. Ms. Marvel. I didn't yeah. even know, I didn't even know it premiered. I didn't know it was on this week. Yep. All right. Jamie, okay. we were talking about it. Remember, I just made a point of saying, you guys, it premieres on my birthday. <laughs> didn't catch that. Sorry. I've been, you know, I'm very, very distracted. I, I drive up and down 95 almost every day to my dad's house or my house. Um, it's okay. It's okay. I'm just teasing you. Okay, well, let, let's do Miss Marvel then first. I, I right. okay. liked Miss Marvel. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Although I thought I they thought... killed that kid, but apparently not because he got arrested too. I thought he was dead. Didn't they? They like threw him off the rail over the railing, and then suddenly he walks away. I somehow missed how he wasn't dead, but so because he's from another dimension, he's like a superhero, right? Like the whole rest of them are. Yeah, that's true. Maybe it's hard to kill them. But um, but I liked it. I, I, I kind of don't get why. I, this is one of those things where people do stupid stuff on TV where, like, if they just did something slightly different, it would make a lot more sense, but then there'd be no show, right? Because all I kept thinking is, why didn't she just say to her parents, you know, these people attacked me or they were going to attack you or something, you know, rather than just be like, I can't tell you anything. Like, she could have made something up, but of course not, because that would be too easy. Um, but other than that, I liked it. I thought it was good. I mean, she's supposed to be 16, which is an age where you find it difficult to tell your parents anything at all, right? And I guess she just like, tells them it'll place them in danger, right? Um, yeah, maybe. We all know the decision-making part of her brain is not developed. I don't know. I, I thought this episode was delightful. This whole show is delightful is the best word I can describe it. It's really um, the key uh, it's really cute. Even with a giant fight scene, it's still cute, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, good. I, poor Bruno. Poor Bruno. I, I have a few <laughs> issues, no. and I let's go to AJ first. And AJ, you haven't you haven't read these comics. You don't know that much about her. I ask you this every week, right? And no. you have to explain um, to me over again. No. I don't read it. No, I mean I I know I don't read her comics, but I know I never have, but I know of her, enough of her history to. It. But I gotta say, aside from that, aside from you know the, the Marvel aspect of it, I gotta say I, I agree. This show is delightful. Like I gotta say that the the wedding scene, that little dance oh. number, that was Love great. That I, I said to Artie, I was like. I, um, and I was looking at I was looking at all the food they had there. And I was like, I want to go to a Pakistani wedding. I was like, they're having a great I time. I'm like, they this have is cool customs. It looks like fun. Yes. I was like, this is. I was like, this is really awesome. I, I absolutely love that. Um, they had that whole choreograph like Bali. I guess yeah. it's Bollywood, right? Bolly, Bollywood from Bollywood, India, but it's yeah. Bollywood, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that was great. Um, oh, you know the. the Everything else, though, um, I feel like I, 
I don't. They're just kind of taking villains from the, the farthest corners they can find them, and they're like, hey, not even not even comic book readers know a lot about these characters. Let's th- <laughs> let's throw them in to the mix here <laughs> because they you know because they've changed her her origin and everything. Um, so. But, and I had a couple problems, and there was a problem I had with last week that kind of got rectified this week, uh, which was Nakia not knowing, and now she kind of sort of knows. Um, we haven't gotten to that conversation yet, which is not going to go well. Um, I mean, but overall, I, you know, I thought it was another strong episode, and I'm pretty sure that I'm right. I feel like the special effects in this episode were better, so I really feel like the more confidence she gets, the better the special effects are going to get as as the episodes continue. Oh, and my favorite, awesome. aside from the, and part and, and another part I really appreciated, and I know Karen's been digging it. The music in this show, yeah, the way they've used it has been so good. Like I love the way they went. I was like, you know, I like I hear the, you know, they start slow dance, the slow dance song, and I kind of hear the music in the background. I'm like, is that Bon Jovi Bed of Roses? Like, that's an obscure song. Yeah. And then come to find out, it was, obviously it was intentional because from Bed of Roses, they slide into Living on a Prayer for the fight scenes. So I thought that was really great. The only thing I yeah. felt was, though, that maybe, I, I wish they had used, I, I was talking to a friend of mine at work today about it, and I was like, you know, I wish they had used a little stronger Bon Jovi song. Like, Living in Prayer is a good song, but I just feel like for for the fight scene, like Get Her Alive or or something like that would have been, I think, a little cooler. But it was it was still, I like the way they did that. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I I was surprised. Were you guys surprised that the um that the boy um tried to help her? I mean, I think it was pretty obvious that that family was bad, but I was surprised that he did wasn't like that he wasn't part of it. So I like the way they did that. Oh, that this young man, like, he's he's a clandestine, he's a djinn, and he kind of betrayed the other djinn to try to save Kamala. Kamala. Although I'm surprised in a way that he went against his family, but I guess he wasn't bad. So, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it, it, I think overall the, the episode worked really well. Um, at least for me, it did. And, um, I agree. I'm glad that um, Nakia, is that her name, Nakia, that um, yeah. that she's going to find out, obviously, or it did find out. I mean, she's going to have that conversation. Although she was going to tell her until she started saying about what happened at the mosque. So, but, um, but yeah, I, I thought it was good. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. So I, I had a little problem when they, like, introduced – that Kamran, Kamran and his family are jinn, right? And I was like, jinn? So I, first of all, I didn't know that the jinn and the clandestine are like a thing in Marvel, right? I had to look them up. Like, I've always thought of a jinn as a genie because I... Yeah, I, I know what a jinn you know, is. I don't know what a clandestine is, but I knew what a jinn is. And, yeah. and we had a jinn well, in Doctor I'll Who, I think, right? Yeah, yes, in Doctor Who. a minute. Yes, and X-Files, and I've known the Jin is sort of an Eastern kind of a genie, and I did a little reading, and, and you know, that's obviously an oversimplified Western interpretation of, of the 
yeah. you know, Eastern mythology, the gym, but whatever. I was like, wait. And then it all seemed a little like, oh, they're from another dimension. Like, it all became very, like, you know, I'm magical. not into, like, the magical part of Marvel, <laughs> right? We know that. And other dimensions and shit. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Can't they, like, like I'm having enough trouble even, like, understanding. Um, plus, like, the arm that they shot. Okay, so also the arm kind of not really explained why these not why these sort of vaguely American and British multicultural kind of people are in some sort of Egyptian tomb getting an arm. Like I was like, what's going on here in like in the past, right? Um and the arm was I'm like, why is that I'm like, why is that arm blue? Did they dye that arm blue? Or is this gonna be related to Guardians because there are those blue people in Guardians of the Galaxy. And also in Captain Marvel, right? There's she, she's like fighting those blue people. What are they called, AJ? The blue people? The Kree. The Kree. Thank maybe, you. Maybe the Kree um, arm. Maybe that. Yeah, that's what Related I... to Disney genie. <laughs> so for the Kree arm, now we got <laughs> outer space. Now we got space aliens. Also, in addition to magic, I was a little bit like, this is too much for me. Can we just please have more dancing? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That was kind of weird that it had blue skin. All right. Um, all right. But I don't know that it was really relevant. It seems like just weird that oh, they even put no. it in there. Blue skin is relevant, I think. That's not a mistake, right? But no, go ahead, no, AJ. I mean, with the sure it no, that's relevant, but they didn't explain the relevance. Is more what I meant. Like it didn't seem yeah, relevant. Uh, just kind of yeah. there for no reason. You know, I'm sure it for, happened, all right. So for me, I see the blue arm, and I was like, okay, the the bangle is Cree technology that goes with what um, Bruno was saying about how he doesn't think the bangle is the point. The bangle just unlocked her powers, okay. which it did because she's part, she's they, part Jin. you know, cause she's part, she's part Jin. Okay. Right. Because the bangle helps with uh, maybe it enhances the powers or whatever. The bang, the bangle itself has power, but, having the bangle on unlocked her powers because she's part Jin because her great grandmother was a Jin. Um, so I see it and I see the arm and I'm like, okay, it's pre technology. I, I see where this is going, especially since all this is going to tie into the Marvels next year. Um, now, as far as their inter, interdimensional uh, heritage, um, clandestine is a very, um, and I say, and for lack of a better word, they are, ge- they're genies, just going to be the easiest way. That's why they describe, you know, she even says, she's like, we've been called many things. We've been called this. We've been called this. We've been called this. And it wasn't until she said clandestine that, and that's not clandestine, like one word, like their clan is destined, you know, like two words. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, I mean, for lack of a better way, genies is the easiest way to explain them, you know, in layman's terms. Um, they're not a very well-known group of villains in the comics. They're, you know, so it's just, that's what I was saying before, I feel like Marvel has been just kind of picking and purposely bringing lesser known to use them for whatever, Um which in this case, I kind of get why they did it because of, like I said, because of the change of her origin story. 
Um, you know, and they can just, you know, have fun and change stuff up. So I'm not sure how that is ultimately going to play out. I mean, I got to believe that maybe ultimately by the end of the the season, she'll have enough confidence and know how to wield the power enough to to just like open a portal and send their asses home or I, I just, I don't know. I don't see, I don't see her killing all of them. Um, yeah. So I got to believe this or they're going to come, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, and that's the thing with all these Marvel shows and Star Wars shows, everything gets is so rushed. So, but from that yeah. side of things, yeah. I mean, so on some level, there's more story to be told maybe about how, the grandmother Aisha, she's a she's a jinn, but somehow like fell in love with a human and had a family, right? And became a mother. Yeah. Um, and then like supposedly abandoned her family, but maybe not like it, like in this episode, she basically takes one for the team so the rest of them can get away, right? Um, yeah, that's what it seems like. She's like, I'll lead them away and is never seen again, right? Um, right. Uh, and yeah, at the end, she's like, you have to come to Pakistan. She's like, you know, um, I mean, she's so, like, do we think that that Kamal's going to go there? I don't know. I would hate to see that. I love I love her Jersey City crew and all the character. I love all the characters that surround yeah. her. And I would hate to see her. Like, I love the parents. I love Bruno. I would hate to see her leave this environment to go with, like, we have three episodes. She's not going to go to Pakistan, right? Um, let me let me ask I you this. So. Do you guys think? Still, kind of wondering if it's a possibility. We talked about how the mother said the stuff, put the stuff in the attic, and that it was crap and all that. Do, do you still think it's, there's a possibility that the mother knows about the bracelet? No. I kind of still wonder if, like, she possibly. No, I don't think the mother knows at all. Still, I kind of still wonder why she like. I'm with Jamie a little bit that the mother's like, "Oh, look at your junk your grandmother sent you." She's trying to dump her junk on us, but she doesn't throw it away. She puts it in the attic, right? Like she kept it, and like, does she know a little more? Did she see yeah, well, just something? Really much into it. I just for I don't, whatever reason think she knew. I don't. Well, I don't know. I don't know how her mother would know anything. Considering she wasn't even, I mean, I mean, her. All right, so Kamala's great grandmother. She was born. No, she wasn't. Great grandmother. Oh, it's her great grandmother. Yes, it's her great great grandmother. Grandmother. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Kamala's Kamala's grandmother was a little girl when her mother just, you know, when she disappeared. Well, maybe Mm -hmm. the grandmother (laughs) told her stories, and maybe she just didn't believe it. Even. Uh, I don't know the way the grandmother is about it. I don't think she told any stories because when Kamala started questioning the grandmother, she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, And then hangs up on her. So, and then she's like, did you see the the train? Oh, I saw it. You're coming. Yeah. So she, grandmother might know a little something. Grandmother knows more than she's saying, but I don't think, I don't think mom knows anything. I think this is a situation where, Oh, my mother unpacked her house and sent it to us. Oh, it's just junk. But at the same time, she's not going to throw it away because, one day her mother might turn around and be like, hey, you know that box of stuff I sent you? You know what I mean? Like, as much as you want to get rid of your parents' shit, sometimes you don't. Yeah. Well, yeah, being a person who's going through that right now, uh, I hear you on that, AJ, for sure. Um, so, 
do you think there's obviously a second arm, a second Cree arm, and a second bangle somewhere, right? And, like, should Kamala get that second bangle, which would have greater control over her powers, and then we'd have better CGI, which is the thing that bothers me the most, right? Um, I don't know. It could be I Personally, I don't, I don't think so. Um, and I, I think I, I would have to guess in the next episode they might give us a little more background on that because – I, I see the blue arm and I know it's Cree. I'll be shocked if it's not Cree. It um, for you guys, for, for, for you guys, um, it's more of a tease of, oh my God, what's that? You know, and so they're going to have to explain it within the next two episodes before the finale. Right? That was episode four, right. I think. Yes. And Captain Marvel lived among the Cree, right? So that's a huge connection. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, there's a part of me that doesn't want to know or care because I so thoroughly enjoy the space they've carved out for Kamala's, like uh, the wedding, like the brother, like not just the wedding being fun, but the stuff with the brother and the, they gave some time to the brother, like worrying, is he going to be a good husband and the father reassuring him? And like, there's like, like, yeah, these are the best developed char- In three episodes, they're more developed than characters that have had like four or five movies. Right or like like <laughs> um, not four or five movies, but one or two movies. Right. Um, I really like. I said I don't want her to go to Pakistan. I don't want her to spend too much time on this stuff. I really like. I need. I like half of every episode being devoted to like like her being a teenager. Uh, what do you guys think about Nakia finding out the truth this week? That was kind of like. Uh, I was very happy. You, you had commented yeah, last week how long how long can they keep this a secret, yeah. right? Well, I was pissed that she didn't already know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, and I liked her reaction. That her reaction was not one yeah. of like 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 a Bruno type reaction, being like, "Oh my god, that's so awesome!" Like she was like, "How could you not tell me this?" And like, "What does it mean?" And this is the, like, of course, she's the smartest, most with it, most mature. Of the three of them, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I I like that like tension with the best friend kind of thing. I mean that's classic Marvel. Yeah. Classic comic book. Right? I, you know, I got I got to say I love the way she she was like, you know she's like wait what did I just see and she's like oh I was gonna tell you but you know things happened and and Nakia was you know it's like I like the way Nakia took it you know, um like you said she's she's definitely the most adult of the three of them and I kind of like the way she. You know, took it was like, you know, you know, kind of like like she had attitude, but at the same time, and then you know, Kamala's like, we'll talk about this later. I can't right now, and Naki's like, okay, and then helps Bruno, and he's like, what? And she's like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> you know, and then they cut away yeah. from the scene. So I, I like, yeah. you know, it wasn't your typical, um, we're supposed to be best friends. I hate you. Don't ever talk to me again. Type of thing that we've seen. 500 million times in every other show. Um, so I like it was a little different. I mean, she's not, is still going to read her the riot act, but I don't think it's going to be, you can't draw it out. It's only six episodes and this is up with episode three. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's no time for like a best friend fight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe like half an episode. Yep. All right. Well, this is just delightful, and we'll talk about it again next week, right? Yes, we will. 
So, so before Westworld, Jamie, can you give us just a few minutes to talk about like a dreadful episode of Star Trek where nothing happened and it won't take long to talk about? I was just gonna say. <laughs> yeah, we need like five five minutes if you want to go do something real quick, <laughs> or just sit there and kind of listen, listen to us. You do like you could do like me when I'm when I'm listening to you guys talk about The Walking Dead. I put myself on mute and I laugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, mostly at the way you guys at, at the way you guys describe and hate things, but um, yeah, yeah. So, so strange new world. I I, I can sum this episode up immediately, like really quick. I said to Artie as soon as it started, as soon as Mbenga came out of the uh, the turbo lift. I said, Karen is going to hate this. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. I hated every minute of this from start to finish. Now, I had had it a was, rough It was better than I thought, day. though. Yeah. It was better than I thought it was going to be. Well, no, uh, let me tell you why. Because at least it wasn't in his head. At first, Artie and I thought okay. he was imagining the whole thing. At least it wasn't enough. that. At least it was actually everybody changed and controlled because of the daughter so at least it, in that aspect, yes. But nothing else happened. Nothing of importance happened other than he let his 10-year-old daughter turn into mist, live with a sentient nebula, which apparently for her it was like 10,000 years, and for him it was 30 seconds. Um, and she's an all-grown-up girl now, and she's like, don't worry, Daddy, it was a good thing. I love you. Blah, blah, blah. I'll see you again. I mean, that's, yeah. that's essentially all that happened. And me well, personally, I was extremely conflicted with that scene when he agrees to let her go. I was, I, I was, I was very surprised by the whole thing. Um, I, I, I was very conflicted. I was like, eh, this is, eh. I'm like, I get it. But at the same time, maybe, you know, I was like, yeah, I didn't. It's like she let him off the hook by saying, yeah, you know, this has been great for me. You know, I got to live. I just, I I don't know. I felt, I don't know. How'd you feel? (laughs) So I hated the whole, like this was the once upon a time episode, right? Like the whole thing is like we're transported. It it felt like those episodes of of Next Generation where the holodeck goes bad and they get trapped in like a story on the holodeck and they can't get out because the computer won't respond. Um, And at first I thought maybe that was happening. Um, So they're all trapped in this sort of fantasy land. Um, I I did like Anson Mount's hair, um, which felt like a deliberate um, response to all the posts about his hair. You know, somebody started a a parody Twitter account, like Captain Pike's hair, Uh, (laughs) that just tweets as though it's his hair, because he's got that kind of, let me get the light that one second. It you know, it's like he has that bouffant hairdo in every episode and I felt yeah. like they purposely gave him bad hair. And of course they purposely made all the characters play against type, right? Like he's the captain, so he's the weirdly yeah. like cowardly guy. And who her is the cadet, so she's the queen. And I mean, I thought that I thought it was fairly predictable how they had everyone play against type. I thought this is a story I've seen before. Again, like I said, it felt like the holodeck. It was it was just I was like, When is this gonna end? And yeah, like nothing happens until the very end of it. Every I did read that okay, so the dog that Laon carries around a lot, 
is her dog in real life. Yeah. <laughs> or I was like, oh, her dog got to be an actor. Um, yeah, I hated it. And, and I didn't really like the ending. So when he lets his daughter go, I agree with you. I'm equally conflicted about that. I feel like I've seen it before. And I felt like... I felt like this was a story that was going nowhere, where how he had his, he couldn't cure his daughter, so he kept her in the buffer, and nothing happens for the previous seven episodes, and they have to resolve it. So they're like, let's have a sentient, like, like we, Jamie and I feel like Jamie and I saw this on Doctor Who like more than once, where like a character's gonna die, and then another character comes and takes them to like the alternate, like when the pilot came and took Bill, if Jamie's listening, or like definitely when the pilot came and took Bill on Doctor Who. Or, like, I've seen it before. So, on one hand, I was like, all right, this was going nowhere, and they didn't know how to write it, and so they ended it. And, like, I don't know who this, like, who this, like, so that was a doctor's whole, he's had no storyline for seven episodes other than trying to cure his daughter. So now I can't see him to be the doctor, and I don't know. Like, it was just bad. I hated this episode from start to finish. Yeah. I do appreciate that the kid is off the show. Like, Jamie, I'm like, do we need a 10-year-old trapped in the buffer who's going to come every three episodes and talk? So we got rid of the kid. That's great. Um, it, the only thing I'll say is, you know, like, like Anson Mount, it was fun seeing him play that type of character. Um, but who I really enjoyed was Noonien Singh. She was, like, I mean, so polar opposite of her character. I was just, I was, I was like, wow. I was like, wow. I was like, if nothing else, this episode has shown, she has range because that character was so overly the top, bubbly, and completely not who she normally is. Like, I was just, I was just, I was cracking up every time she was on the screen because it was so over the top, ridiculous, intentionally ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, this. I mean, this was ever. This is an episode where you say like all the characters are chewing up the scenery, right? Like everyone's overacting, everyone's yeah. rolling their eyes, everyone's. Um, yeah, she, she was great in the ending, except she had this little bit of a bloodthirsty streak. Where like when 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 Mbinga, aka the king, says there won't be any beheadings, and she goes, "Oh, that's too bad." <laughs> she had a little bit of a. Um, uh, she was great. The costumes were great, right? Um, but, yeah, I was like, really? Did they just waste a whole hour of my time on, like, yeah, on, like really, like, just to get rid of the like kid. 80, 85% was this, like, ridiculous story that in the end everyone has their memory wiped and can't remember it just to get rid of the kid. Like, Except for Mbenga. Mm-hmm. He remembers everything. I, I mean, the kid did briefly talk about being bored in there, and he talked about having, like, only 15% right. of time left or whatever, and she was going to, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I hated it. I hated it from start to finish. Yeah. However, there is one last thing that I did not know. I did not know this until I yeah. read it, and then I was like, oh, crap, I remember that episode. I don't know if you remember. How much, if you, did you watch all of Deep Space Nine? Or you just I saw did. a bunch of it. I read the same. I read okay. the same thing you read. Go ahead and say it about the about the book. Okay, so the book that Mbenga has been reading to his daughter was written by Benny Russell, and there's a connection to to uh, Deep Space Nine where uh, Cisco and everybody they get trapped in the 50s, and they're all playing these different all uh, different characters in the 50s, and Cisco is living the life of Benny Russell, who is the writer of the book that Mbenga's been reading. So 
there's a yeah. Star Wars interconnection. Cool connection there, yeah. Yes. And that is all. That episode. So. Okay, right, Jamie, we can say goodnight to Karen and we'll do Westworld. Which yeah. by the way, Karen, oh, the first episode is very it the first episode is very set up and it's yeah. okay that you don't get to talk about it tonight. Yeah, it's going to be one episode per week, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so I'll watch two and catch yeah, you next week. week. Um, so before yeah. b- before you do that, I don't know if Jamie has any announcements or um, anything. I want And I want to tell you guys what I told you on text is that I started watching this show on FX and also on Hulu called The Old Man. And have you guys watched any of it at all? No, but I saw um, where it was. On, it popped up on the TV that it oh, yeah. was available. And I'm like, Karen mentioned that. So I looked to see what it was about, but I haven't so seen it. It's about Jeff Daniels plays this old guy who who might or might not be losing his memory. He's really kind of, he's like 70-some years old, and he lives alone. And it turns out he's an ex-spy. An ex, uh, worse than a spy. He's got some, like, dark ops government CIA stuff in his past. And he's been living, like, quietly for 30 years, and suddenly they're after him. It's a very typical, like, story of, like, the spy who suddenly they're after. You ever see Shooter where Marky Mar- Mark Wahlberg is, like, been, like, peacefully living you for years? You were going to call him Marky Mark. <laughs> and now the government's trying to set him up. <laughs> Or like, like we've seen the story a million times where the ex-spy tries to get out, but he's drawn back in yeah. there after him in the end, right? And it, so, except yeah. Jeff Daniels, like I don't know how Je- old Jeff Daniels is in real life, but he plays this like, uh, like he's an elderly guy that they're after, and so it's kind of I've only seen three episodes, right? It's kind of funny that um, all the young like the agents they send after him are like, oh, this is an old guy. We're going after this old guy. Um, it's not Jeff Daniels. It's um, uh, it, it's that other guy. Um, <laughs> the other. What? <laughs> Just, I was uh, uh, laughing at what you said. The other guy. It's, um, it's Jeff Bridges. Right. It's Jeff Bridges. It's the dude. It's the dude. Um, and okay. so it, it's kind of great that, like, in every situation, the young guys are like, oh, my God, this old man, we're totally going to, like, get this old man, right? There's no way this old man is going to, like, outdo us. And then he still has all his skills, and he's a great, great um, – uh, he's 72 in real life. He's a great he, – you know, he still has all his skills, except he's, like, beat to shit after every episode. I, I like it because it's like when you see Taken and Liam Neeson is kind of old or – other middle-aged, like, stars, we never see them dealing with the physical and, like, mental drain they have after, yeah. like, a big fight, right? So it, it's interesting to see him as an old man. And then um, the guy who is uh, after him and trying to catch him is um, – oh, come on, Karen. Why can't I not remember <laughs> the other guy's name? Um, the guy the, – the boss who's trying to catch him is uh, – uh, oh, my God, come on. John Lithgow. And so it's kind of like the elderly senior citizen version of the rogues by Chase. It, you know, it, it, what's great about it is the acting and, and seeing you two guys. So if you guys want to check it out, I recommend it if you need something to watch. You know, you know, I hadn't heard of this. And now that I, it's like, 
And now there's Jeff Bridges and John Lithgow. How can you go wrong? Right. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but, but it's funny. When you, kept, when you kept saying it was Jeff Daniels, I'm like, eh, Jeff Daniels has a spy. But as soon as yeah. you were like, oh, I'm sorry, I mean Jeff Bridges, I was like, oh, I can totally see this now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and Amy Brenneman is in it and a couple of other people that you'll recognize from other places. And, you know, it's pretty um, – it's a pretty – it reminds me a little bit of, like, what's that movie where Clint Eastwood is an ex-Secret Service guy, and he's kind of old, and they all think he's, like, old and decrepit, but he's in the line of fire. Um, yeah. Anyway, it, yeah, it's pretty decent if you're looking for a, an easy watch, uh, but a good watch, I recommend it. But we won't cover it on the show because it has no sci-fi or paranormal or superhero or nothing like that. Um. Anyway, that's it. I, I digress, and I distracted right. you guys, and I know you want to get on Whiteboard. That's World. okay. Um, oh, and I'll good. let you guys go, and I'll join you next week. All right. All good right. night, Karen. Have, Have a good, good week. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, all right. We'll talk about Westworld. So, i got to be careful. Right. I don't go too I know far. You know. Because I watch, so, but, so um, my, I think I my first question my first question is, did we know it was going to be seven years later? I don't believe so. Yeah, okay. So that's something they that just dropped on us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think um, that we, so, we knew somewhere enough. But. So I'll go first so you have a kind of an idea of what happens in the episode. Um, so the man in black can control people apparently. Um I'm not really sure what those flies had to do with anything or how he got him to kill the one guy and then give him the card and then kill himself. And not really sure what that's all about. So I'm sure we'll find out. Um, now it seems to me like Dolores. And this is the man, is, just to say that this is the host man in black. It's St. William. Yeah. Yeah. William's dead. Link. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause last, okay. yeah. The man in black killed William right. in the post credit scene last year. Okay. Um, Dolores is, Dolores is now Christina, and she is a writer for a video game company, and she uh, she writes for the NPCs, uh, which are the non-playable mm-hmm. characters, background characters. And then she goes on a date with some douche nozzle like that. I was like, I just I wanted to smack the guy across the table. Like I was like, this, he's like, oh nobody, you know, like he basically told her her job is garbage and that nobody cares. And I was just like, wow, this dude has no frigging clue. Um, And then her mystery caller turns out to be Aaron Stanford, which we all know from uh, uh, Nikita and uh, 12 Monkeys, which I was sad to see him. I was sad to see him jump off the roof (laughs) because that means, and I mean, who knows what's actually real and what isn't real. Yeah. Yeah. He jumped off the roof he yelled at her and said that she, it was her fault and everything and that he, he wanted to see that she was real so that he knows that he's not crazy. And then he says to her before he jumps, he's like, so did you write me to do this or did I do this, decide to do this myself? And then he jumps off the roof. Um, Maeve uh, was doing some hocus pocus and made the, the little town she's in go blackout, which in turn made the bad guys find her who she killed all of them. Um, then she shows up at Caleb's house. Caleb has a kid and a wife, or I'm assuming, I don't know. Actually, I don't know if it's his wife or just his girlfriend, but he's got a kid. It's, it's um, his wife. He's a construction, yeah. okay, wife, construction worker. 
Um, and he has an awful haircut. I don't know who thought that would be a good look on Aaron Paul, but somebody needs to be shot in the makeup department. Uh, <laughs> Maeve shows up and rescues him. Um, and then uh, the best part was the – well, not the best part, but, you know, which is a big theme of the show is the instrumental – um, music that they play of popular songs, but they make, you know, they kind of downplay them, and I love trying to figure out what they are. And this week, it was the song Video Games, which I thought was very apt for this episode. And during it, the last thing we see is Teddy is alive, apparently. Yeah, He's which apparently that was revealed before, because he showed up at the one convention or something. I didn't even oh, know they had I didn't know that. Yeah. No, I didn't either, but... Um, but yeah, um, so did you like it? Let me ask you that first. Did you like it? Um, well, yeah. I mean, it's like I said, it's very set uppy. I mean, the last yeah. thing we see, Dolores wipes everything. I mean, from what I, you know, tell pretty much from you know, she. I, I'm 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 conflicted on whether or not she remembers anything. I have. I think I feel like she doesn't remember anything. I feel like she's been completely wiped and started over, which is what she kind of wanted for herself. I mean, her whole thing was, you know what? Humanity has enough, they can see beauty. So maybe we'll give them a chance to fix themselves. Um, but I mean, clearly Maeve and Caleb still know what's going on, but she's, yeah, I think that I don't, I don't, I don't think she's playing. Was what's supposed that? to be dead. It wasn't she. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I was confused with some of that, trying to remember it. But I think the Dolores that we know, I think, was dead or we thought was dead. Or So, what? I mean, I well, assume I mean, that she has part of her in there or, you well, know. Well, that's the thing. Like, I think, I mean, Dolores kind of uploaded into um, the uh, the ball thing at the end of last season. So I don't know. I think I mean that's going to be something obviously that, that we're going to get explained to us um, as we go. We didn't see, uh, you know, we we haven't we haven't seen uh, Bernard yet or Holoris. Um, yeah, we haven't seen a lot of so other haven't seen them. Yeah. The second episode. Yeah. I feel like the second episode is also kind of set up. Um, I don't, I don't want to say it, it wasn't really slow the first one. It's just there's a lot of exposition. I mean, it's it's set it, up. It is. It's a lot of exposition. But I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's set up exactly. The Westworld is. There's a, there's a lot going on. You kind yeah. of can't not have that. But um, I think once like it starts once you get past that, I think it gets really good. I really like what they're doing. Oh, I'm sure people. it does. Um, but obviously this episode, like you said, you, you don't you only get a couple of the characters. There's so many characters on this show, so it you know, yeah. kinda takes a, a way, while to get into it. I don't know. I try yeah. I had trouble remembering a lot of what was going on and I was kinda confused at first. Like it took a while because I couldn't even remember and I was even asking you guys, I couldn't remember half the stuff that went on with you know, the host <laughs> William. I thought he was dead, but that I couldn't remember yeah. Yeah. what the heck was going on with that. But yeah, you're right. The stuff of the like with the flies and that—that's you know that's something that's like part of the season story that you'll find out more yeah, about. I, I, but, um, I think it, I, I hope they're gonna explain it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think that I, I really like the stuff with um, the whole with Maeve and Caleb 
and kind of their partnership yeah. in this. I I really enjoy them together. And I am glad at least um, Dolores, whether or not she's Dolores or part Dolores or whatever, I am glad that she's at least back because I wasn't sure if she was even coming back. I didn't know how they were doing that. But um, you kind of, yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, you can't have it without her in some way, shape, or yeah, form, I, I would think. Um, but the, the fact that she is writing stories for non playing characters is really funny, I think, uh, um, that they did that. Um, yeah. Well, and, I like, uh, and, that, and that's the funny thing, too, because, like, it, when we first see her and she starts the story, you, she's telling the story about herself, you know, like that first mm-hmm. thing, and then the boss calls her in the office, and he's like, we need more sex and violence and this and that, and he's like, he's like otherwise you're going to find yourself unemployed, you know. But she's clearly telling this, you know, starting the story about but herself, it, so it, it's, it's like... The whole, right, but the whole thing's still vibing you, too, though, because that's the thing with Westworld, too. Like, that was her life, and then they, you know, the people interjected everything right. else into it. Um, right, right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, episode, is that her... Mm-hmm. Is that her subconscious or her just down? See, I, I feel like she doesn't remember anything. Mm-hmm. And and there's pieces of her in there that's going to get jogged around and eventually. I mean, you, have you seen the whole thing or what have you seen? No, I've seen four episodes. It's half the season. Four episodes, okay. So, You've seen half of it. So I won't I won't. Yeah, tell I just you feel what like, happens. I hope not. I, I, <laughs> that. I just, that's, that's all I said. I just, what you said. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I feel like it, her mind's going to get jostled around and she's going to start remembering stuff because I like the fact that she's very timid and, and her friend has to kind of like pull her to go out and stuff, you know, like it seems like she never, like she seems like she goes to work and goes home, goes to work, goes home. And um, I was going to say, I like how they brought that in and sort of showed her life like they did in, in, um, in the park because they, they do that throughout the season. They show her, and that's not a spoiler mm-hmm. to say that, like how they show her keep waking up just like she did in the park and going through her, you know, her. Yeah. Looks like, her routine. I mean, it's not a loop, but, you know, it's sort of the right. type of thing that yeah. happens. Yeah, no, I. And I, there's kind of those references. It's, it's juxtaposing. And like her, right. And like how her friend asked her if she wants white or black shoes. <laughs> that was kind of like, yeah. you know, insinuated. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was um, funny. I got that too. And, yeah. and she took the, the white shoes. Some different things like, yeah, there's kind of some different things like that through the season. I like that they did that. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, I, I think it starts off pretty good. Like I said, I was a little confused trying to remember and figure out what was going on, especially with mm-hmm. the whole um, William storyline. I was a little lost, but I yeah. think at this point you're supposed to be. Um, you know, it's actually yeah, kind of funny. Sorry. He's like the only okay. thing that really happened, you know. Like when you, we talk about things happening, it was only, he was only really the only thing that actually happened that made me go like, "What the hell?" Like everything else was just kind of. I mean, obviously it's all set up, but he, he, he was the only thing that physically made anything happen. I guess may have two killed yeah. people, but. <laughs> well, yeah, but um, I was surprised about about the time jump, um, but it, it's kind of interesting that that from seeing that um, his. Caleb's friend's point of view where he like doesn't even get what the what the war was about like it didn't affect other people I guess the way it did Caleb so I don't know how much other people even know but um, he's obviously in a much different place and um, but I like that kind of like him and um, and Maver together and I think don't they show a bit I don't want to spoil it in case I'm wrong but I think they show a bit in this about like where they were kind of in between the 
during those years? No. Didn't they kind of show a little bit of what had happened? No, no not yet? Nope. Okay, because there's nope. a clip. The only thing we, I thought it was we, in this one. We've seen the I now. and Yeah, we've seen the now, and and we've seen Maeve do – a couple times Maeve do her voodoo. Like, she, the one guy that she kills, she, like, goes into his head, and and that's how she sees William. Okay. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Well, no, but as far as any... There's a little scene in between, coming that yeah, no. I was confused now, it was supposed to be before... I mean, not that, that that tells you anything saying that, but that um, yeah. I was confused it was supposed no, to have before, but now. I guess that wasn't... So... Um, well, that, that was but, the funny yeah, thing. Um, the way it started... More, the way it started, I was like... I was like, okay, Dolores has different color, you know, her, her hair is dark. Um, and then I see, yeah. you know, Caleb with a daughter, and I'm like, okay, how many years has it been? I'm like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we're definitely in different places, that's for sure. Um, but, yeah, yeah. it's uh, been seven. But um, I did also, like like you said, I liked that Aaron was in, and it would have been nice if he was in a little bit longer. But um, yeah. I, I think it, going by having this episode, just after this episode, I thought that that was interesting, though, questioning kind of if she's writing these stories and, like, was he just nuts or is that really, does she somehow know what's happening or controlling what's happening? Or Because obviously last season that's sort of what it was about, was about the people being controlled. Right. Um, so I think that kind of kind of opens it up. But, well, but I, I will I, say I, without... Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, that could play in from what happened last season at the end um, with her original intent of writing, you know, for everybody to... So it, it, somehow that's going to play together, I think. Um, and it's like, I, it's a shame he jumped off the roof because I'd really like to know more of what he's talking about. <laughs> and I guess there's yeah. others... <laughs> So maybe we'll meet some other, you know, somebody else that can kind of shed a little more light on whatever the hell he's talking about. Yeah, I was just going to say, though, part of why, I, like last season, I think, I mean, I know they can't stay in the park forever, but I think one of the reasons I didn't like last season as much was that it was more about the humans and less about the the host. As much as it's still about the humans this year, I feel like it, it, there's more about the host again this season. Mm-hmm. which I think is why I like it a lot more as it goes on than I did last season. So, um, well, yeah. like Karen said um, last week when we were talking about it briefly, uh, it's another show that, you know, you got to be careful how much you do. Cause like we could have ended at season three or season two when it, you know, leave the park over and, you know, decide for yourself what happened from there. But they took us outside the park, and it kind of, you know, we'll see how it goes. Well, I, I think I read like actually that Chris, Chris. Yeah, I think I read that Christopher Nolan actually wrote uh, this premiere episode. That I don't so. know. It's possible. But um, but we will get to see more of the uh, rest of the characters. It's just since there's so many, yeah, you well, know, anyway. yeah. spread out. But um, that always helps. So, um, all right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I don't Short think really anything on, else. I just yeah. want to be, you know, careful. No, what I say, yeah. But just, I do really. Yeah, no, it, I it, do really like it. Not a lot happened. I think that. <laughs> not a lot happened to talk yeah, about. Yeah, <laughs> not a lot happened. And the second episode is kind of 
sort of the same in that sense because, like, we have to go through the, you know, the other characters and find yeah. out what else happens. So a lot of it, well, a lot of it's exposition, ha- but it's, it's good. Have, having having Karen add her two cents in next week will definitely expand on our uh, conversation of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So. All right. Well, All right. Well, anyway. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Think- have a great yeah, week, Amy. You too. Um, and, uh, next week. We'll do it again next week. Is there week. anything else for next week? I was going to say there's nothing. Oops. Um, I don't it's think there's the anything same, else. Think. But we actually, we actually have, you know, we have one less show because Kenobi's over. So next week will just be Westworld, Miss Marvel, and Strange New World. Unless during the week we remind each other, oh, this is on. <laughs> Which we do yeah. sometimes. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure when Moonhaven premieres. If you, you guys might want to check that out when it starts. Yeah, I definitely want to check that out. I watched the trailer for it. I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah, it's, um, I don't it's, remember. it's good so far. I, like I feel like it's... Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking to the, the lead girl this or tomorrow, and there's then Dominic, I think, on Thursday. There's something coming out July 1st, and I don't know what it is. Something coming out Friday. I don't know what it is now. I don't know offhand. I, I'm bad at remembering dates for things. I really am. I'm not sure what it is. I don't have it written down, so I don't know. But um, but I know that's coming. So um, Moonhaven is July 7th. July 7th, okay. She knows what date it is. Yeah, so those interviews will be going yeah, so up that, soon. Yeah, so... Yeah, so, so we won't have Moonhaven next week, but we should have it. No, it's on Tuesday night, so we'll actually, we won't talk about it until oh, the yeah. 14th. Yeah. No, I, wait, no, I'm looking. Oh, hold on. I, I was looking at it wrong. The 7th is, um, the 7th is next Thursday. So, yeah, so we won't talk about it until the following Tuesday. So, two weeks we'll have Moonhaven. Yeah. And like I said, there was something, something else is coming out Friday, but I don't know what it was. Yeah, I can't, I'm drawing a blank. I think you're right that there's something else coming, but I'm just drawing a blank. (laughs) I'm trying to think of it. I should have a list. You would think I would. Um, Oh, I I know what's coming Friday. The rest of Stranger Things. So we'll have that next week. Oh, I didn't realize that was Friday. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. All righty. Yeah, I want to see the end of that. But and then there's still obviously another season of that left. So, so that's just the end and of the season. Text, but I'm going to text Karen right okay. now. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least go over one of the episodes or whatever. We'll decide. Well, we could probably do. I mean, it's only it's it's a total of four hours, so I'm sure we can uh, Maybe we'll do it in two pieces uh, maybe, because not everybody watches it all right away. Probably better to split it yeah. a little bit. Well, it's coming out Friday yeah. and there are podcasts on Tuesday, so. Yeah. I know, um, you know what I do? I do know one thing that's coming, although this isn't exactly sci I mean, it's sort of sci-fi. Um, um, Resident Evil is coming pretty soon. I know. Um that's Netflix. I, I don't know. I'm not sure the date of that offhand. I'd look it up. It's next month. I know that much. All right. 
Well, I guess that's it then for tonight. So have a good night. Have a good week. And uh, we'll talk next week. All right. Sounds good. Good night. Okay. Good night. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.